How we feeling, Des? Uh, living in America. <laughs> we're feeling good. Let's go. Uh, we're feeling good. You know what? I, like Islanders got uh, thought they were going to have two points tonight. Um, they got a point. Every point matters. That's right. And the fact that they're they're trending, I I, I see more good about their game than bad. Oh yeah, as me feel pretty pretty good that's not to say i think it's going to be a dog fight. i think what this game was is gonna this season could very well mirror that of islanders and penguins flip-flopping for four and five like the rest of the season uh yeah i uh, capitals bruins well bruins capitals fly you know flyers we'll see i think the flyers could uh the Flyers could fall into that uh, into that battle as well. I, I think they, you know, I think the any three of those teams could pull ahead or could be involved in that four or five flip, uh, constant flip that we're gonna see. But, and uh, yeah, I mean, but yeah, no, so two zero and one since we last recorded. Yeah, uh, I, which I believe we said we both said that they were gonna go three and zero, and we said that if they went two zero and one, we would still be happy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that like, and we've delivered on, on that promise. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I, I think, it's like, the, well, okay, think about it. So, Islanders beat the Penguins in regulation at the end of the game. That was another game that went back and forth, like, the whole yes. way. That's right. You know, between those was the Islanders playing the most Islander game in the most boring sleepy way imaginable in that win over the rangers that 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 two not like two nothing win yeah um, which is how they should kind of play against teams like that like a team like the islanders what they lack in skill they have they make up for in structure and like execution and that was a game where they they execute like they they had the structure to hold off the rangers attack yep varlamov made the big saves when he needed to and uh and uh you know yeah. they they got the goals eventually just just from you know building up a decent four track over the game yeah they uh they played well honest honestly they played well in most of all three games uh second period tonight uh was eh, not not great they got outshot by a fair amount they they definitely didn't have the puck in the penguin zone as much as i would have liked but they they played a really good third period, honestly. Um, and if not for that net off the moorings situation, it, it, it had had the net not went off the moorings, uh, the Islanders would have iced that, most likely iced that, and it would have been it would have been four or two, and the game would have been pretty much over. Well, with, with that, I wonder though. Um, with that, with that, I wonder. Did they know the, the rule is a little bit obscure to me. I, I'm not sure if if the Penguins knew that the next touch would have would have blown the the whistle. So they were kind of playing a little loose, you know, like basically sure. as if it's like a uh, a delayed penalty, you know, type of situation where they they knew they could make whatever pass they wanted to. I I think that it I I it, it happens so quickly that 
maybe i could see like a guy like crosby knowing that you know if he had i i don't remember if he had possession of the puck or if he was kind of coming off the bench to start or no he he was he was on the ice either way uh i don't remember if it was crosby who kind of let that let that pass go to clutterbuck and uh and you know then the whistle got blown but i could see someone like crosby um knowing that in in that instance like okay we can we can play a little bit looser because yeah. the net's off the mornings and you know because he knows he, he is just so smart and so good but uh, i i digress um two zero and one the overtime was really great too like really exciting end to end yeah um there there is you know the islanders could have iced it a couple times the penguins could have iced it a couple times um and then the sh- you know shootouts a shootout like whatever i i thought so the thing that caught me about the overtime is I, it's a real testament to how much they trust um how much they trust andrews lee's skating yeah the fact, the fact that it, it he it was it was lee and and barzell to start with like against crosby uh yeah you know, that was uh i was like damn and like that that really is a testament to how much he's grown as a skater and how much they 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 believe that he's i don't know capable of i i think that was uh very very interesting to see i mean just in general like in that first game against the penguins on saturday he just owned latang all night yeah he he was he was making like not just in front of the net but like on on the rush like driving to the net uh he he's never looked this good as far as like skating and stick skills yeah he looks good um and he's scoring goals uh uh, he that that contract will eventually not look great but i i think we're still a few a few years away from it honestly i know these things i know these players fall off fast especially the type of player that Anders lee is but he's looked really good this season and i've got no I've got no reason to look ahead that far right now, you know, yeah, even though I just know, brought it sure. up for no reason, I guess. <laughs> well, well, you know, but, but so Lee's looked good. Barzell, Barzell looked great. Barzell, that goal tonight was unreal. Was something. He, I think, I think it was the same defenseman. He, he made a nice little play on, on a one-on-one as well earlier in the game where uh, he kind of, you know, was uh, sticking on around a little bit and he got a shot off, but it went right into uh uh, the Smith's uh, chest. So, um. yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's P.O. Joseph, who like looks really good, but he also still is like really young. And yeah, they've like put into like first pair. <laughs> like, like he, he's playing with Latang at they're times. S- they're so hurt, I think. And like, not only are they hurt, but they're also like not very deep because of you know they've they've won those cups. They've yeah. traded away a lot of depth. Uh, and yeah, they're they're not super deep. You know how Rutherford, you know, rolled as a GM. He was very trade trigger happy. Um, so yeah, I I don't know much about their young, uh, their their super young guys like like him. I don't know, but uh, you know, uh, that was the second uh, little one on one that Barzell and him went went down on, and that it was nice. It was real nice. And the you know the Malkin tying goal was. Uh, it was a sick shot. It was a sick shot. Varlamov was a little deep. He was screened. I I can't find like I I can't find it in myself to ever uh to ever like 
really critique the way that the goalie's playing. Like, yeah, he was a little bit deep, but like, what, what do I fucking know? He was, like, he was a little bit deep, and goal. every and also everybody, like everybody, was in front of him. was a, a, like in front of him, and like he happened to be looking over this shoulder, and it was shot in the opposite direction. Like it was shot in the opposite direction. You know, it's one of these things where I, you know, as long as I've played hockey and watched hockey, which has been my entire life. I can't find it in myself, like ever, unless a goalie is getting smoked out, like you know, seven goals against. Yeah. I can't ever find it in myself to be like this fucking bum, you know. It's it's always like okay, this this thing, these things happen. Yeah. And yeah. hey, here's the good news: the Islanders lost in OT to the Penguins, and a defenseman didn't try to fight our goalie. Well, I mean, we're we jumped on. We're recording probably less than like. 15 minutes after the game ended mm-hmm. so it's very possible let's i'm hoping let's cool uh, it for now uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll see how that that ages but no i i think i haven't gotten any breaking news yet so uh <laughs> the group chat hasn't exploded so i feel like if, if someone saw something in the tunnel that, that would have uh arisen by now but i think the boys are probably feeling okay about regard you know they're probably a little bit bummed out about losing in a shootout but I don't know, man. I, I kind of have a feeling that when these guys lose in shootouts, they always are just like, it's a it's a coin flip. Who fucking cares? I, I think it's the fact that they... Yeah, blew they, the lead. They, they, they blew the lead three times, right? Sure. Right? It was it was one, nothing. Then it was 2-1. Two, one, one. Two, one, yeah. Then it was 3-2. Yeah. Then it was 4-3, but not for the Islanders, which yeah. is bad. Yeah, I didn't like how that one... They reversed it there. Um... But I, I just think I think overall, like Wallstrom, I th- Wallstrom looks good. I, yeah. I, I, he's 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 gradually becoming more involved. Uh, would have been great if he if he actually ripped that slapper. Yeah, like, that he faked. That would have been ballsy. Like I would have loved if he had done that. That would have been like okay, maybe he can be their line A. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. if he had the like the balls to do that, I I hope I hope he does. I hope like when he came back to the bench, they're like, you get an opportunity like that again, you fucking it. fire it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Um, but but he, you know, he looks uh, he looks good, and and I guess unfortunately we do need to talk about what's bad and Brock, Brock and Josh, man. The jersey is devaluing game by game. It's I, I, it's it's upset. It's upsetting. I I mean, it's it's worrisome uh, at, at at this point because Brock was like aggressively bad tonight. So let's let, let me push back on that a little bit because there was the really soft turnover, which I like. It came minutes after i praised all the little things brock was kind of doing in the group chat like i i he there was a couple little looks um that he had and and it's crazy to say but i think part of it is because del call is playing so like so solidly on that line that he's kind of setting brock up to be successful and be in those spots where he can uh either you know where where he's got those looks whether that's you know passing or shooting 
but I, I, I think it's a situation where he's he's got to be shooting a little bit more. Um, and I don't know, just just see, getting getting to more open ice. But but I I don't think he played. I understand that when he was bad, he was bad, but there was also these little bright spots that I was watching that that all, all throughout this game that were really uh, they were really positive, uh, and I, I kind of feel like it's just just a matter of time before he kind of breaks out of the slump. Josh, uh, kind of getting acclimated to that first line, I like he's you know I don't know he's a little invisible. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'd I'd rather I'd rather them do like. I wish they had. I wish they had the tr- either the trust for, uh, like the, the the trust with uh, Wallstrom to sit like to uh, or the, rather the trust in Barzell and Lee to put Wallstrom on that right wing yeah. and drop Bailey down to Pajot's line and yeah. then and then uh, you know when when Beauvillier gets back you either have Bo. You you can put Bo on that on that third line. Bo Pajot and Bailey, I think, uh, would be an interesting line. Well, then you got to scratch Leo Komarov, Des, and I don't I don't think I don't think you want to do that, do you? Yeah, how, how, you can't do that. I'm uh, you know me. I'm I'm a little bit of a Leo defender, and he's fucking. Uh, every time I see that he's in the lineup, I'm I'm like pulling my collar. Like I don't it's, know. I don't know about rough. this. It's he hasn't looked uh, like outrageously bad. Like he's he's that kind week. of just invisible. He hasn't been as because that, that week set like a, a certain standard of like how horrendous like Leo Komarov truly is. Uh, he had he had a really bad week. Hey, listen, when you have a bad week at work, you don't have a bunch of strangers yelling at you about it, do you? I, I don't. Well, trick question because I don't have bad weeks at, at work, so. Um. I'm, I'm the most efficient employee ever. I take my job. Well, I, you know, I rang that one off the post, but yeah. all right. No, 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 I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't care about anything. Um, <sighs> yeah, we were talking about Leo Comerow, so we kind of got sidetracked a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm kind of a little bit, a little bit but... bummed about? We haven't seen, you know, Bellows hasn't been playing the last few games, and I thought he looked really good while yeah, he was playing. Apparently, his underlying stats are like horrible. Like, it, I guess it, it it kind of is that that eye test versus analytics. Sure. He's he's one of those players that seemingly he's like a little energizer bunny out there, but I guess that he's probably giving up more than he's getting, uh, and he hasn't he hasn't been scoring really or anything, so. You know, maybe maybe a couple games off, and maybe he's still got that energy to him. But he's doing the these little things that we aren't that we aren't picking up on, and uh, and maybe he maybe he sticks next time. Kind of like a Bouvillier situation, where Bouvillier had that stretch where he was no good, and they sent him down to the minors, which they won't do with Bellows. They'll just send him to they'll just keep him scratched or put him on the taxi squad. Um, so you know, it could be the equivalent. He could come back, and he could be buzzing for all we know. Yeah, I I don't maybe know. Not. I, yeah, I I mean the thing is I I do actually I do like how how Dal Cole has has looked. You know yep. he's he's been active. He's uh good back check tonight. He's he's very good back check. He's been he's been in the position 
a lot of times in the offensive zone to uh, to you know he's he's been setting people up. He's he's just been playing like really smart and sound, like solid. Yeah, and 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 that especially in context of like how rough Brock has been for that line, it's been nice to just kind of have a guy that's playing while this guy's figuring it out. Like just put a guy that will just do things like that will just try hard and 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 be in the right place like and then and then you got Everly who's on that on that line too which is interesting he's he's been okay at two goals against the penguins that first game i think he's looked good i i think he's looked uh i think he's looked very good um and in particular in that in that game against the penguins i thought he like that power play goal at the end by lee was awesome it was great everybody on the power play did like that was sick the, the thing is and but what established it <clears throat> like it's not just that everly's scoring but that i mean I, because he's scoring it's it's like it's a, it's a like just a really great like swell of positive like momentum uh where it's like he's scoring so he's playing looser like he, he looks like yeah. he's playing more confidently and like on that power play goal part of what made everything really open up for the Islanders and made the Penguins jittery was that like they win the face off and like Everlay just like is standing at the right wing wall and he just kind of looks off people and then he just dangles into the middle of the slot and almost like sneaks it in. Yep. And like that established him as, Oh shit, we got to watch out for this guy too. So there's like Barzell's going to skate around and do his thing. Lee is going to be planted in front of the net. Yep. Like Dobson, you got the, the Pollock slap shot. You got yeah. Dobson, like just QBing. knowing what a direct, like yeah, like Dobson just uh, just QBing like perfectly, uh, and uh, like that was made possible because Eber, like Eberle, hasn't been playing with that level of like confidence uh, in a while, and like yep. the confidence to do that opens up the Islanders power play so much because he is like, he, he does have really good hands. He's very and, skilled. Yeah. And, and it's like it, I think it's a guy that is easily slept on. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause in, in fairness, cause he sometimes makes himself forgettable. It's, it's a thing with a lot of these. And as, as a guy who, you know, as an abs guy as well, uh, I do, and you know, it's a left, it's a, it's a winger and a center, but uh, it's a thing that I had to grow up with watching Duchesne play, where he's these guys that are super skilled and super silky just sometimes disappear for a while, and they're super streaky, and Everly's one of those guys. You know, I, I kind of feel like with these goal scorers uh, and these super skilled guys, unless you are like the superstar caliber, where you are. Yeah. You're on yeah. all the time. These middle six um, and like fringe first line skilled guys yeah. are going to be just super streaky by nature. Just because yeah, it's such a tough league. They, cause, yeah, because they, when you think about it, there's like a 35 plus club and then like a 20 to 27 club. Yeah. You know, like the, and, and, and the difference between those players is it, it doesn't seem like much, but it, it actually is. Yep, and I guess okay. on a team like the Islanders, where they don't even really have that many of the, of of that range, 
that like it, every every goal counts yeah yeah every goal counts so a guy that like you know is clearly has one of the best finishing touches on the team it needs to be more prominent you know yep like, like he's a beast in the video games oh Everly is nasty in video games he's sick he's uh, so good he's uh i got my first line of uh matt barzell Jordan Everly and Jonathan Druin. And you know, every time that every time that I watch a real life Islanders game, I always think to myself, maybe they should just maybe maybe they should just trade for Druin and they have my first line in the video game. Druin's got seventy goals right now on my on my team. He could easily do that right now on the Islanders. Are you listening, season. Lou? You hear you, that? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Trade for him. <laughs> um seventy goals, it's a guarantee. I guarantee it. <laughs> So if so, so that, that's a guarantee on this pod. If the Islanders get Jonathan Drouin, Mike guarantees he'll get seventy goals that year. That's and, the and, that's the floor, by the way. That's the floor. And, and 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 what is what's the risk if that if if that doesn't happen? So if they get Jonathan Drouin, like and and he doesn't score seventy, like what what do you give up? What's the cost of your lying right now? I don't understand. I, it's, it's a bet it's a guarantee it's, it's literally a guarantee yeah but but here's the thing if it doesn't happen then you know you got to lie to everybody uh i will make my you can shoot me with a gun not <laughs> not not anywhere that i could die lower body no groin <laughs> Oh, Next topic. Let's 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 move on. <laughs> um, so let's let's just talk about uh, let's just talk really quickly before we uh before we delve out of the the Islanders world and into the more broad NHL world. Uh, we're one one fifth of the way through the season. How are you feeling right now? I mean, I, I hinted at it. I mean, I, I hint. I said it earlier. I I, I think that they are. Like this is more or less the the team, um, the team this week. A, a little bit of a mix between the last, I guess, two weeks. You'd yeah. say, you know, it, it's somewhere in that in that range. I, th- I think I'd like to think that there, there's another range above this where they actually are are dominant. But but from where they were, where they really, it seemed like the lack of training camp and like exhibition games really hurt them. It seems like they've found their groove. Yep. Um, so overall, I think you know, I I I hope I hope they um, make the playoffs. Obviously, uh, but, <laughs> but but I I think my my concern, I guess, is a mix of a couple things. It's like the the depth uh, in the second, like the the the. Uh, production out of the middle six uh, needs to be better. Like it just it it needs to end the the like half of the defense needs to be that that whole second pair. I know Letty <clears throat> after he looked horrible and he made some soft plays throughout the game. He also made some pretty nice finesse plays, but that second pair is killing them. They're rough. Yeah, I I I get it, Letty. Letty's an interesting case because he was kind of buzzing tonight and also kind of horrible at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. He was sick, but he was also like, 
he was also kind of bad. So, because he cre- he created these, he got himself into offensive situations, and it was silky. And then in other instances, it, it it was really rough defensively, especially in their own zone. Horrendous, like horrendous, needless giveaways, lost assignments. Uh, I mean, th- this is I, I this might be a Barry critique because I don't think these all were after icings. But how many times Letty and Mayfield against the Crosby line? Horrendous. That's bad. Yeah, you you want you want Pelican Pollock against the Crosby line. You, you do you do, but he but here is the the thing in, in like <clears throat> in this case they're at home, so they they should be able to avoid that, right? But in yep. general, if they were away, there's a chance that would be a matchup, and like they need to be better. Like if if you're going to be a second pair, you're still expected to be good defensively. Like, did you see the? Did you see the look that they had with uh, Dobson and Letty uh, when he kind of mixed up the pairs there for a second? I didn't notice that. Um, Interesting. It, they they made note of it on the broadcast actually. Uh, I think it was a couple shifts, uh, but it was it was offensive zone shifts, and they they looked sick, very very quick, very quick. Um, and then but then you then you're dealing with an Andy Green Scott Mayfield pair, which it's. Green's Green's been a little bit rough, and like I know you don't like Mayfield. I think he's, I don't know. He's got these. He's 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 got these moments where he's got like he's got long reach, and that's nice. He and does he have, uses it good sometimes. He does. I mean, you notice it sometimes when there's like these fifty fifty pucks in the neutral zone. He's able to just chip them back like away into the into the opposition zone, just by virtue of reach. Like yep. he's able to put. He's rough, man. He he's rough. Like he's not a good skater, uh, <laughs> and his reads are just he makes he makes horrible decisions with the puck, like often. I I yeah, bad pinches, bad like decisions on when to dump it and when to like carry when to it. carry. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I I don't think he's horrible. I think that he's got these these bright spots, and it's it's a situation where when they're losing, it, you notice it more. But when they're winning, you kind of shrug it off and are like, "Well, he's got he's got these pluses that I like too." I don't know. I mean, they got they they've got to they've got to pull together. Or I mean, as you hinted at, maybe I don't know. Maybe you really see how many minutes you can get out of that Pelic Pulak pair, you know, like seriously, like, like load them up like 27, 28, see if you can get that out of them. And then, you know, yeah, like just because it's a shorter season, right? Like I think the Islanders have the best success with like really loading up those, like just putting Dobson and like trying him out on that second pair yeah and just, and just seeing because he's he's smart he's he's talented as hell and he's strong that play where he bought time on the breakout where they were like tired yeah and, and he, he went to look for a breakout there wasn't one and then he just lured he lured the 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 four checker onto him and then just killed the time and then was able to then like he was pinned against the boards and then skated out of that like 
yeah. muscled out of it and then skated out. And I was like, and everybody else was able to change. It was like, it was sick. It was an incredible, it was, they haven't had a defenseman this good in a very long time. Yeah. I, uh, I think you always, uh, your comparison, not direct comparison, but, uh, you said I, I can't. I can't remember if it was Kenny Johnson or Mark Streit. You were saying they haven't had a defenseman that reminded you of him in a it, while. It, it's a little bit. It, it's probably a little bit more Janssen than Streit, but Streit is a, a great power play quarterback. But just like a guy that can is like smart, fast, skilled, great like first pass, has size, but usually doesn't need to use it, like yeah. because. Because he's so quick and so skilled. Because he's able to make the game work without needing to, to do that shit. And, like, it's just nice having a, a defenseman like that. Because, I mean, Strite, Strite was probably one of the best offensive defensemen that has played for the Islanders in my time of watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but he would be a little bit rough in his own end, especially towards the end. Yeah, well. That's Strite, that's Strite Matt Karkner pairing. Karkner, Ooh, boy, bringing back bad memories. <laughs> uh, so I'll I'll push forward. Um, <laughs> uh, I I I uh, I mirror what you say. I uh, I kind of think that this is the team. I think they can push it. I'm curious to see what a team like this does at a trade deadline if they're in the same three four yes, five spot. I agree. I I, I agree it's, and. I really, if you're going to, if they were to move, I know that this year's first round apparently isn't that great, but the Islanders prospect pool sucks. Do they have a first round pick? Yes. They didn't give it up in the Peugeot trade? The Peugeot pick was this past season. You love to see it. Okay. Okay. So so even though this draft is, is supposed to just be like an okay draft, you'll probably get like, you know, if you if you get like a second or third liner, second second uh, a middle six guy or a uh, like second pair defenseman out of like the first round, that would be a huge W, which is the case as it usually is. But it seems like the ceiling is not particularly high. It's supposedly a very defensive draft, but we should we should talk with Pete about this for sure. For sure, I, I think maybe that'd be a mid a mid season like because we'd be able to balance that with the trade deadline and like yeah and see where they're at but But, yeah i i kind of think that this is the team that they are um i'm super curious about this this game against the bruins like i i think that like we're pretty optimistic right now um a win against the bruins and i'm gonna be fucking i'm gonna be i'm gonna be bouncing around my room i agree Is, is that the next game is that the saturday game yes it is that's nice. I, I like that Saturday. I, I can be all all bit, like just completely chilling on the couch, like yeah, really just reaching Zen, and then seeing how that fucking maybe either ruins that or or just like amplifies it. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, I think that's a good. Uh, I, I I think this is a good point for us to kind of segue out of Islanders talk. We, we covered a lot of stuff. Let, we were... I, I guess just one more thing is that, is that the things that they should try to find out in this, this like batch before you get to the halfway point, because now they're more than 20% through the season. Yeah. 
Like, so to me, I think you really should give Sebastian Ajo a look for a game. Uh, who who do you who do you scratch? Andy, Andy Green. Green. Yeah. You, you like you scratch Andy Green because you have enough. The other defensemen you can trust enough to to be on the penalty kill. Any of them. You could trust. You don't want Letty. Letty, the least dependable of, of the other five on the penalty kill. But everybody else, you could you could believe in enough, you know. Yeah. Um. But you know, see, they they need to just find out. Um, because if because if he's if he's not, then you you're, then you that that means that you think that Andy Green is somebody that you can't take out of this lineup, which is a really bad sign. Because then, if Andy Green gets hurt, which is possible because he's seventy-five thousand years old, uh, it then you'd force Sebastian Ajo. Like someone would have to come in. You know what I mean? And yeah. and and they need to see if if Ajo can even come in. Because if he can't, then you need. If their seventh D man can't work, then they need to get a new seventh D man. Yeah. And. Uh, and and on, on that same level, I I'd like to see a little bit more Ilya Sorokin in there. I understand why we didn't, and I mentioned this in the last episode. I didn't think I thought that if we were going to see him, it was going to be tonight. But because, and I said, yeah, if Varlamov is two and zero going into this game, I kind of don't see how he doesn't get the start. I don't see him. I don't. I don't see Sorokin getting the start on Saturday against the Bruins, but. I could see him getting that next game. Yeah, then they have the. Uh, oh wow, the segue is really obvious coming up here. Then don't they have a back to back with the Buffalo Sabers? Yep, yep, they do. Allegedly. Uh, uh, yeah, allegedly. Yeah. So why don't you uh, 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 go ahead, get into it. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know you're dying too. Yeah, well, well, dying is operative. You know, very, very relevant word because all the people dying um, from the coronavirus, the COVID uh, situation, yeah, the COVID situation. Yet this is happening. Yet, what? At least, at least three or four teams had to have games shut down in the past week or so, right? It's kind of crazy how many teams. It's getting out ha- of hands. How how many postponements I'm seeing. The Avs are out of commission. The Wild are out of commission. The Flyers are out of commission. Um, hmm, there is more, and I don't know. But there's, there's so, so there's like there's more than like three or four teams. The Devils even, still are. The Devils. The Sabers haven't come back yet, right? I don't think they have. So their their coach is an elderly man who has been who who not only is positive but has symptoms. So what, like what, like about about twenty percent of the league is out of commission, maybe more. Right now, that's nuts. Yet the uh, the arenas are, are opening back up. Now. Well, I was yeah, I was gonna say that's the perfect time for the Islanders to let fans in the building. <laughs> yes, yes, and 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 they just have to show a a, a negative test three days within three days of the game, which. If you take a COVID test and and it's negative, and then in the two days between, you uh, party with with your uh, your uncles who just cough the entire time. <laughs> uh, that test 
is not really relevant. Like it, it's crazy that this, this, this is, I understand the impulse to want to experience things again. Like, duh, I yeah. want to play music. I had like you had like you used to fucking tour. Yeah. Like I haven't I hadn't played music period for like over five years. A little couple shows here and there, but I hadn't played in so long and I was about to play shows again and like excited to like the the experience of like live music's incredible. The experience of live sports is amazing. hockey is not the same without the context of it live. Yeah, I, I Wyshinsky says this a lot. I do think it's the the best sport like the best no fan sport still i think that it transitions really well to the empty arena setting with that being said especially playoff hockey with fans meaningful hockey with fans is un unparalleled yeah and i don't know i i just to me and the games that i've watched and maybe meaningful is, is the operative word here but like a lot of the games that I've watched around the league of the teams that are having fans in the building, doesn't make that big a difference in sound. It it, it looks weirder in some ways because oh, like yeah. seeing the smatterings of people and like all the distance between them is just like it's sad, is what it is. It it just really reminds you of the situation. It's just and I don't. It, it's crazy. It's so it's crazy to me, like. I don't know. I I've had friends that have hit me up about asking if I if I wanted to go to a game and like, I mean, I want to go. I, I want to go to an Islander game. This whole thing does not feel like an Islander going to an Islander game to me. No, absolutely not. And, and it's like a whole weird thing. I I don't know. <laughs> it is. It's a whole weird it thing. Is. I don't like. No, it, it it's. And it's going to be super expensive. And like this idea, like the owners are going to want to recoup their losses. And it's like, okay, again, why, why is this mother, like, why, why are these big businesses getting to reopen at a scale and to, to, uh, like to a power that small businesses don't get to like these arenas don't need to be open. No other businesses need to be like, if, if anybody were, to be yes. prioritized it would be small like small businesses period like it should scale up not not down it's 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 asinine like that as indoor dining is being like forced back open before workers can get vaccinated and and that's the big thing to me is that like this is all happening before, before the working people uh that are going to be subject to this that that don't have the economic like uh, safety uh, and job security to say no to, yeah. to going back. It, it, it's it's gross. Uh, you know, it's it's I don't know. It's fucking bullshit. And like, it Cuomo is such a piece of shit. It's 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 crazy. This guy was able to play politics. Like, uh, he he he's known politics like his whole damn life. He grew up into it, and like. I know, but so like, a uh, very influential figure for me once re like referred to uh, Cuomo as Machiavelli because like he's just always like calculating. And, yeah. Like, and like when coronavirus hit, he got to just like play a character. He didn't have he he, he did it like a shitty job in a lot of ways, 
he there were some things that he couldn't have I, I don't know how he could have done anything else but there yeah. there there were things he did he did very poorly and and but it's crazy he was just like he didn't he cared more about winning the optics and building his political brand in that moment than than anything else because he was he was juxtaposed against the worst motherfucker ever and like the the, the book deal is, is gross is is that that's that's telling enough as it is you know <laughs> yeah, what i mean yeah. celebrating celebrating it like like it, it. I, it had the like yeah it, it was like the the uh it was the the mission accomplished of like shit libs you know what i mean it's yeah, it's a fucking nightmare and yeah i mean i you know there are there there were stretches where he made decisions that you could say were were fine or good even in regards to the pandemic but but man especially as of lately has that been a, a, absolutely not the case uh, uh it's it's a nightmare it's mask and, off because it's it's just full mask off he doesn't have to worry about like that anymore the the bad orange man is out of the white house yeah. and now everyone everyone can go back to normal he like he's the embodiment of, of, of that and it's like and it's and it's upsetting on some level how many people don't see that you know like it's it's annoying to me the people that hate cuomo uh because they think he's a <laughs> radical dem no, it's it's a nightmare it's a it, it's an absolute nightmare the the like like oh like a my, that, that he's a radical socialist is like the, oh i've heard i've i've heard him referred to as a communist cuomo it's it's uh, okay. it's wild man yeah fucking right <laughs> it's it's nuts it's so it's so nuts that he gets he gets perceived that way and the same people that say that and like you know think he doesn't know what it's like for real people are just so happy for to like are so eager to go back into a fucking restaurant like and, and oh, just yeah. like, not wear the mask and like sneeze and cough in this fucking restaurant <laughs> you know like it it's like like right like all over the bus boy you know, <laughs> you know who, who is literally forced to work there or yeah. else he is going to lose his home yeah it it's 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 absurd to me how many people don't get that and it's like again i get the impulse to want to see islander hockey yeah i i don't know that people are genuinely thinking hard enough or seriously enough about what this is like like what going to this islander game is and what that says like about how what we accept of how working people are treated like did the rangers make a decision on what they're gonna do yet yeah i I i think they're having they're having people around the same time like less than two weeks from now that's it's just crazy yeah, we may have to do like depending on how the episode cycles go, we might have to after the first game with fans, we like just need to like have a reaction of like what it was like to watch this game just now. It's gonna you know what it's gonna be like? Exactly like the game we just watched. It is. The yeah. the the volume the volume level is gonna be the same. Like it's it's gonna be it's it's gonna just really feel like empty arena hockey. Well, yeah. There's also the risk of the 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 fans that like, no, we're Islander fans. We got to show that we we're, we're going to do better than all those other fans, and then it becomes an anti-mask protest within well, the game. I, let's let's look, not mani- let's not manifest an absolute Islander nightmare. season ticket holders. Look, the ones that that, that are not you know awaiting trial um, for their for, <laughs> for, for the breaking, capital for situation. breaking into the capital. Uh, <laughs> 
for the the ones that that are not you know in, in uh, legal peril at the moment um they're gonna want to go but but you know i i think that they're that they're a pretty good anti-mask uh you know oh well we we live in the south we live on we li- Long yeah Island. yeah the we south the of south. the of the north um eh, well i i i gotta wonder what uh I'm sure you've seen the Trump 45 Islanders jersey man. Uh, oh, yeah. I, sat, I sat directly behind that man once. Me too. Me too. I it's wonder. It's the worst. I wonder... and, and, and it was like fighting with his son like the whole time. <laughs> right? It's nuts. It's like a horrible. It, it's so awkward. It's like, yo, your life is poison. I wonder, A, if he is on trial for the cap, uh, any, any kind of capital situation. And two, uh, if he is an anti-masker who will be at the games and refusing to wear his mask. Could see that. Could, could def see that. Um, but, but yeah, I, I don't know. So, so for me, it, it's this bizarre, again, like the, the fact that the Buffalo Sabres like put out a statement about having people in the arena as their team has not played. Hey, their coach, Hey, your coach has COVID. He's <laughs> your, sick. Your, your old He's sick. Coach. He's, he's he has symptoms he's coughing and, and it's not good you're letting fans back in the building he's the most sick he's the most sick he could be without dying and 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 they're putting out this statement and it's like insane it has their logo on it it's an official thing i'm just looking at the i see the verified check mark as i'm looking <laughs> at this and i'm like this is hell i'm living in hell when i look at that like i'm like this is hell nothing matters my god we're hanging by a fucking thread. It's 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 insane. Uh yeah. So um good good time to segue. I think I think we said pretty much all that we can say about about that. Uh and, and you know, we we can even I, I don't even necessarily care to talk about the C B J stuff that much. No, who cares? Yeah. Who, yeah. Who cares? Trot, uh, torts is is uh, you know, torts is torts and line is line A. We'll see where that goes. Yeah. Who who cares? He got benched. He he called. He, I'm sure that he. I'm sure that he said something funny, um, to well, one of yeah. the coaches to get benched. Oh well, and and as far as just it, you know, Jesus Christ, uh, what am I looking at right now? The fact that like the Dallas Stars decided to clap back at Mark Cuban for not <laughs> playing the anthem. It's just like, damn man, hockey is so du- like you see how aggressive and firm hockey is when they're speaking up for like rah rah like uh like Johnny Patriot uh one zero five seven six eight 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 seven five like they cater to that that guy like instantly immediately like in ways that anytime they, they talk uh when they do talk about something about like actually persecuted or marginalized uh people uh they're like impossible at, at actually getting it remotely genuine and good i hope someone i hope someone asks tyler sagan like what he thinks about it you know what i mean yeah being a guy being the guy who who one of the four first guys to uh four six whatever handful of guys to to kneel for the anthem in the nhl um because i i kind of think he's going to give a milk milk toast lukewarm answer where he's like yeah and isn't he canadian too yeah so i could see him I, you know what? I could see him kind of just like being like, uh, I don't know, whatever. But I don't it's, know. All, all the times at Islander Ranger games, 
where they fucking would yell like uh like during the anthem you'd you'd have a fight that would break out over somebody saying let's go rangers so or let's go islanders and like and like and they become it becoming like a fist fight and like the the idea that like hockey is like i don't know when uh when i was a shit is nuts when i was a little bit younger i would uh, i would yell the rangers suck during the quiet part of the national anthem and that rocks and and my friends would always like kind of like kind of like you're gonna do it right you're gonna do it and i would (laughs) and the looks that i would get from these old old weird people like and and some some of the things that they would say to me like not during the anthem not not the time for that you know guys in islanders jerseys while i'm wearing mine like i don't know it's (laughs) oh man i'm tired of it i'm tired i'm tired of standing for the fucking flag man i'm tired i'm tired i'm tired of having to take my goddamn hat off for the fucking flag well i mean for me it's 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 beer break time i uh I just I I like I get my beer and that way like I have the the nice experience of like I walk up like I, I walk up like there's no anthem the players are just doing their last like laps and then I just like sit down right as like right before the puck drops like yep it's nice with my beer in my hands and uh, you know not participating in an adult pledge of allegiance uh ceremony before <laughs> like 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 a tacit like like uh homeroom for like you know third graders type of uh have you program. ever seen have you ever seen what Bobrovsky does during the national anthem no he does all of his like like uh he, he does like a bunch of goalie warm-up shit and he you know, a lot of these guys kind of like look up either pretend to care or or just kind of in their own heads, like we're doing this again. You know, it's it's a work. It's really just a work day for them. So it's yeah. kind of going through the motions. Um, but uh, Bobrovsky, very specifically, I noticed during that Islanders uh, Panthers playoff series last year, uh, he's he's completely in his own little world, and like he's like kind of like dropping down to his knees <laughs> and like kind of like doing like these little shakes, and he's getting he's getting himself psyched up for the game. I I always thought that was pretty funny. Well, I thought it was pretty funny when I when I first started noticing it. Oh man! But yeah, uh, yeah so the stars are gonna play the anthem still. Cool. So is so are fucking thirty other NHL teams. So everything's everything is good. Everything. It, it it's so wild. Whatever. I mean, if 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 uh, if if you need that performance in your life, geez, best, it's awesome. best of luck. And it's just also performative, and it, it kind of shows, like, especially from a social media standpoint, how performative the kneeling stuff really kind of was for like it it was like a big pr moment for for the team you know what i mean like i'm sure you could go back to the instagram and the twitter and see the the they were reposting the kneeling pictures like you know we stand with you know we stand for black lives matter kneel whatever and and they're posting the same like we are proud to stand for our flag national anthem bullshit too so it's like this weird contradiction of like it's just very telling of of it being one big pr it's it's catering to whoever they feel like they need to cater to and, and it's, it's just not... well yeah and it's so, it's just so empty i don't know what whatever yeah. like it's it's it's, it's, it's not rooted in anything meaningful like the you know and i'm not saying that in terms of like the players that decided to kneel because that is meaningful that is cool that tyler sagan decided to do that even if, you know 
I'm 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 purely talking from a uh, team PR standpoint. They were probably they were probably psyched to see it because they could score brownie points with other people who might not like hockey and then get into it. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, they just see it through that like corporate PR like lens of how do we make this moment something that we make our statement so that our logo is associated with like the people that support this idea and like next time we get oh the people that are upset by that okay we'll make sure that we have a post about something that caters to those people in some way in the near future yep and yep. like that's it and, and like it's none of the the like discourse around it like is something they give a, a, like could even pretend to give a flying fuck about yep so anyway um enough uh enough about the the covet situation and the the, the the flag and the pledge of allegiance and whatever else um what what kind of hockey you've been watching other than the islanders lately uh i mean i've been watching a lot of shitty games because i have uh, i have espn plus which sometimes has good games but a lot of times the games that they feature on there are uh basura like a lot of like hurricanes blackhawks uh type games again i mean it's it's always the same fucking teams that are playing each other right it's always like uh but it's never like the fun matchups it's uh it'll be like the senators are on there all the time which by virtue of them playing it's bad hockey you know well well they they have those sick fucking jerseys and one of the feisty little kachuk brothers they look like and hot sambacho they are two eleven and one it's rough, man. They're bad. They're a very bad team. Well, uh, the they reason get a lot of that... ducks get a lot of ducks and sharks. Like a lot of the, the California teams <laughs> on ESPN Plus. It's like absolute trash. I'm I'll put it on right now. Um, I I I ask in particular because I remember in the chat you were like, "I'm watching the Panthers and Red Wings play right now." And, yes. Uh, yes. I was like, "What's going on with you?" We were like. There was an Oilers Senators game on that I was watching, and I was like, "Why don't you just watch that instead?" Like, I know the Senators are kind of, you know, but that Canadian division is kind of fun. You're watching the Panthers and the Red Wings, the the seven one and two Panthers, by the way. Fucking, what what's going on with them? Well, I I, I believe uh, Bobrovsky had like at least like a good game or a good couple games, so he's right. Um, as far as the rest Keith of Yandel it, scoring like every game too yeah he really rallied huh yeah um yeah i've 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 been watching uh the avs are on covid protocol so i have (laughs) been so i've i've been kind of yeah cool i've uh i watched the flames jets um the other night that was a great game um uh i've been watching a lot of the canadian division when i can um I, I, I watched a little bit of the end of that Bruins Rangers game where uh Tuka Rask left his net uh with a minute yeah. left even though the, the game were tied two two. That's awesome stuff. That's really just mailing it in at work. A, a lot yeah, a lot of respect to Tuka. Again, he, he Tuka is also a worker that is being forced to work in a <laughs> pandemic. And and you know, that was that was kind of uh that was like a class conscious like play. It was he was he was signifying what it's like to work um he, he's he's clearly you know um showing that like that he's a dsa member when he does yes that. yeah um, yeah 
That's Praxis, um, I think. <laughs> and as far as games coming up on the schedule to watch, I you know, outside of obviously New York Hockey Islanders games, the Avs will be back in action and uh they're they're playing a couple games against the Golden Knights, so that'll be probably really fucking sick hockey. Um, yeah, let me see what, what what else is coming up. Jeez, the 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 Coyotes and Blues have played seven straight times or well, <laughs> Will have played seven straight times because, like, with the schedule, they're just like, oh, we'll just keep playing. They, they, to have a seven-game regular season series is, like, so funny. It is unbelievably <laughs> funny for that to be, like, what happens with your season. You know, and it's it's this really funny thing where hockey, like, absolutely killed it when it came to the bubble, like, the, the coming back to play initially. And everyone was like, they did it. They're fucking oh, what an unbelievable job. We were like, wow, this is awesome. And now we're in regular season mode and it's like you unmanageable. Know, they're getting through it, but how? You know? It's it's crazy. Golden Knights, Sharks, what else is coming up here? Um Jets Oilers. Any, any Jets Oilers next week will be good. Any of those Canadian Canadian uh division games are pretty good. Like I said, Avalanche Golden Knights is going to be absolutely sick. Um, yeah, Jets, Oilers. Uh, I mean, at this point, like watching the Canucks is about seeing how much they continue to implode. Yeah, Canu- Can- Canucks looked really good for a, couple, a stretch of games after they looked really bad. And then they started looking bad again. You're like, what happened? They were looking really good. They just played the Senators like three times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's 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 some games coming up. Uh We'll 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 have some more uh we'll we'll talk about some more pervert games next week and uh and you know, I'll talk a little bit about uh whatever I've watched and, and and we'll we'll hopefully talk about a good a good stretch of games for the Islanders. Um and so it'll be the next pod we do will theoretically be a week from today mm-hmm. and that'll be if all goes well and I put well in in, in uh, quotations because I of the Saber situation, but theoretically the Islanders will play four games: uh, Bruins, Sabers twice, and then the Penguins again. And we'll be recording after that Penguins game, and uh, we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, I'm uh, I'm looking at a I could see a three and one stretch coming up here. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I mean that's what I want to see. Anything I want... anything less than two one and one is bad. They need to get at least five points here. Yeah. Um, but and three and one would be good. I can't tell if the Sabers like because they got two games against the Sabers who are fine. I think last episode I said it's like it's kind of like you know uh, Eichel. Taylor Hall, uh, Rasmus Dahlin, and a bunch of guys. Assuming. Yeah. Assuming the game happens. Assuming the, those games happen, but but you know, I I could, who knows, I I could see them. I could see them going four and zero. If they really fucking if they if they really catch the Sabers, you know, on like a, not like not like the Sabers got rested or like if they were kind of suffering from the COVID situation that they just went through. I think so. I think they will judging by how everybody that had COVID has come back and look like shit this year. Like Zibanejad is like not good. Yeah. I mean, part of that too is like, 
he had he had a good he had a good year last year, but like not everyone who has a good year is gonna have a good year the next year or like a sick year. So it's an outlier like, year. It, it, he it, had it a, could be an outlier year. I mean, he is know, really good. But. He is good. He had a five goal game, and I had people telling me like you know, and you hear people yeah. say like Zibanejad's gonna gonna win the fucking uh, the rocket next year, and I'm just like, oh fucking k. He scored five goals in one game. Yeah. No. No. I. I mean. But, but I, I'm, just, I'm just saying in general, though, I, I think that, um, you know, it seems like the players that, that get it are affected, like, are affected. So a team that gets it, uh, we'll see. Um, I, but, yeah, I hope that they can push forward with good good momentum and play the Bruins good, hopefully get a win. Hopefully they attack the COVID-struck Sabres and want a little bit of revenge against the Penguins, and we're looking at 4-0. Yeah, and especially because I, I think with that back to back, I think one of those is going to be a Sorokin. So like getting a, a Sorokin W in here would fucking be sick. I say, I say they probably play him the first night, get him a W. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Especially because like I, recently, the I think in, in the last year or so, like the analytics of why it's teams when they have back to backs. Like they they sometimes make the mistake of putting the backup in for the second game, like right. and kind of throw that game away when it, what they should do is have the backup play the first game, and that way you have the 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 higher caliber goalie when you have the more tired legs. Yep, that is a it's it's a good yeah that's a good good way of thinking about it. That yeah yeah. So hopefully hopefully they do that. Um. So yeah that's uh that's the pod for this week and um we'll be back next week and uh hopefully it'll be a four and oh stretch and uh good pod des yeah yeah have a happy valentine's day uh yeah. everybody I, I, i'm sure nobody uh listening to this is sad right so yeah <laughs> i mean i'm i'm not so i hope no one else is yeah well yeah i mean well, it's a good note. All right, guys. All see right. you next week. <laughs>